Welcome to the Encounter YA podcast, helping young adults follow Jesus. Here are your hosts, Garrett Cars and Annika Carter. Today, Marissa and I are talking all about honoring your father and mother. We discuss the differences between obeying and honoring the authority of our parents and practical steps to honor them as a young adult. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Today, we are talking with Marissa. Um, we are going to talk all about parent relationships and kind of the boundaries um, that we can set there. Um, and most importantly, we're talking about what it really means to honor your parents, specifically mm-hmm. as we become our own adults, become our own individuals. Mm-hmm. We even mm-hmm. start to think about starting our own families, creating our own culture. Um, and so we kind of want to dive into both our own personal experiences with that, but then also just conversations we're having with the young adults um, around us and just discuss what it really looks like to have a picture um, reflect God's image um, between mm. you and your your parents. So um, the first thing that we kind of want to start out with is Ephesians 6 verses 1 through 3. Um, children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it might go well with you and that you might, or that you may enjoy long life on the earth. That is Ephesians 6, 1 through 3. Perfect. So that's kind of going to be our focus for today. Um, And we're going to kind of concentrate on the actual application of that. Because I think, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously we've all heard like, honor your father and mother. It's like, right. Especially when we're children. Yes. Um, but I think that that becomes a lot more uh, complex mm-hmm. and tangible as we grow up and right. as we kind of have to decide for ourselves what that really looks like. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I think so much of this conversation came about through just conversations I've been having with um, just students and friends who, like, we're in the holiday season and holidays bring up so much baggage mm-hmm. and hurt and. Um, just, I think things we tend to forget all throughout the year, um, but they really surface at the holidays. And so what does it really actually look like to navigate these parent relationships as an adult? Um, mm-hmm. and it's like, what is it, you know, at what point do you stop becoming a child? You know, cause it says children obey your parents. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, when do we transition out, out of that and kind of into this role of like almost being more of a peer with your parents, yeah. which is so interesting, but yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I think that's a uh, a really like, I don't know, interesting way to put it. I think that's interesting. I've never thought about like, you know, when do you stop becoming a child? Mm-hmm. So I think that's interesting. Right. Um, and something like kind of my my own personal kind of answer to that question or point of view on that would be like you never your parents never cease being your parents and you never right. cease being their child. Mm. And yeah, that's good. even though we grow out of being under their home, mm-hmm. we never grow out of this commandment. Right. And mm-hmm. um, the reality is, is like my my dad still ha- wrestles with what it looks like to answer mm-hmm. this commandment, right? Mm-hmm. And to honor his own parents where he has a complex relationship. Mm-hmm. I still have to honor my parents though I'm married. Right. Though I, right. you know, honor my husband. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still honor my parents mm-hmm. regardless. Um, and something that I think is a huge inhibitor to us as we look at this is like 
we look at it through Western eyes. Mm. And the Western culture is incredibly independent. We yeah. do not mm. value family so good. the way that most other cultures mm-hmm. globally do. Right. We just don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's like, there are downfalls to that culture as well. Mm-hmm. But our inability to see the value of family mm-hmm. lifelong, right. it really keeps us from being able to actually look at this and say, no, this is my life commitment to my own parents because mm-hmm. they cared for me as I was a child right. and I'll care for them as they grow old. Mm-hmm. We do not see right. family that Definitely way. Definitely not. Right. So, mm-hmm. and of course, it's not that plain and simple. Like mm-hmm. I'm not implying, you know, there's no right. complexity there. Definitely. Um, but <laughs> we... It's a command for your mm-hmm. life. It's a commandment. Yeah. It isn't a mm. suggestion for a time in your life. Right. God doesn't command things that we only fulfill for part of our lives. Yeah. His commandment is his word. Mm-hmm. And therefore, we have to follow that forever. Mm. Totally. And so, um, yeah, I think that's really important for us to kind of frame ourselves in mm. a way that's truly biblical instead of just through my own cultural yeah. experience. And I'm no longer a child because I'm 18. I'm right. out of the house. Yeah, that's good. It just so doesn't work that right. way, you know? Yeah, right. But I think that it's like when you are a young child, there is that emphasis of obeying, which is yes. a greater reflection of like learning submission to authority, ultimately to learn how to submit to the Lord yes. as our father in authority. Um, so it's like that transition from, you know, because even as a 25-year-old, like, do I have to obey what my parents want for me? Mm-hmm. You know, so that like difference between obeying and honoring in that transition of like age of like, when do we maybe like have to, you know, because you're going to obey your parents as a child. But like, right. yeah, does yeah. that gonna make sense? Like yes. that transition of like, obeying and yes. honor like we'll never stop honoring our parents mm-hmm. but like when do we when are you able to like make your own decisions right exactly right. so yeah right i think that's um for me i've always kind of relied on the fact that like whatever um decisions that i'm making i mm-hmm. want it to be something that uh reflects well mm-hmm. on you know the lord himself yeah right. and Ultimately, whether my parents align with that or not, that's the way that I have to make mm-hmm. my decisions. Absolutely. Right? So even as a child, you know, if you grow up in a home that isn't Christian, mm-hmm. you're not making your decisions strictly based off of what your parents value if sure. you value what the Lord values. Exactly. So yeah. um, if you have parents that, you know, if you're lucky enough to mm-hmm. have parents that their mm-hmm. values align with God's, right. then, you know, your decisions should honor God right. and honor your parents mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. Um. But if, you know, you don't have that kind of a dynamic, then your decision should, Mm -hmm. first of all, Mm -hmm. honor and listen to the authority of God. Mm -hmm. However, is it possible to not do as someone says and still be honoring towards them? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say yes. Right. They may not even see it that way. Right. But it is possible to be respectful, to still Mm -hmm. um, treat your parents kindly Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. with a high regard, even if you're not doing what they would Mm -hmm. envision for you specifically i think this super comes into play for young adults as they pursue either a spouse Mm -hmm. or a like a job Mm -hmm. it can be really hard to kind of choose a career path that maybe your parents didn't see for you right right um 
And, you know, Garrett, I think if he were here, he would totally tell his little story about how <laughs> how uh, he, you know, decided not to go back to the farm and yeah. decided to be a pastor. And his dad was like, no, right. even though his dad, um, like, you know, loves him and mm-hmm. supports him. He mm-hmm. didn't see that as right. the way that his child would, you know, live yeah. his life. Right. And so hmm. ultimately, though, Garrett had to what? Be honoring to God. Right. Ultimately. Above right. all else, he had to obey mm-hmm. God. Right. Mm-hmm. And. It is possible, though, to still be honoring towards right. your parents, mm-hmm. be honest with them and mm-hmm. truthful with them about right. why you're choosing this other path. Definitely. In a way that respects them, mm-hmm. not in a way that's condescending yeah. or in a way that is combative. Mm-hmm. Even if they are coming combative, mm-hmm. it's possible to just be truthful and right. say, you know, this is truly what I feel God's asking mm-hmm. me to do. And I understand that you don't value that the way that I do. Right. But that's what I'm going to pursue. That's yeah. honor. Yeah. Right. That's so treating good. them with an yep. esteem and or with a respect mm-hmm. because you see them as the parent that they are. Yes. And the parent that God gave you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if yeah, that's so I don't see my parents as someone that God has given me, mm-hmm. if I don't see that dynamic as blessed by mm-hmm. God, as given to as a gift, mm-hmm. then no, yeah. I'm not being honoring or yeah. respectful. Ooh. I'm going to absolutely be combative. That's right? fire. So that's a hot take. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I, I love that. Um, but that was really good. We do need to see that as right. a gift, right? It it totally translates to give Caesar what is due to Caesar, mm. right? It's this idea of like, even though you didn't elect that person into power, mm. even though you didn't, you mm. don't agree with that person mm-hmm. in power, you are still to honor them. Yeah. Why? Right. Because we are ultimately mm-hmm. supposed to honor God. Absolutely. And if we truly believe right. that he's the one who's put every person above us mm-hmm. and in some sort of authority position, including our parents above mm-hmm. us, we will not honor him. Right. And right. ultimately, that's what God's asking you to do. Definitely. Ooh, that's good. That's, that's fire. That's episode right there. We'll just <laughs> come on. That was good. So, yeah, I think that obviously just like honoring your parents it comes with the territory of following Christ. Absolutely. And, you know, we should see our parents as our neighbors. And, you know, we are called in the great commandment to like love our neighbors as ourselves. And so I think especially with, you know, this can go with unbelieving and believing parents. Mm -hmm. But if your um, parents especially are not believers, I think one of the best ways to honor them is just to serve them Mm -hmm. and serve them so well. Um, and really just to make Christ attractive to them that yes. they see, like they've known you your whole life and they're going to know and they're going to see this transition of life change Definitely. in their life. At least they should be seeing that. Right. And if they're not seeing that in the home, that's problematic because right. it's like, so how can you live like on mission in your home of origin um, and like make Christ attractive to your family just simply through serving them, whether that's having conversations or not. Um, we can just still like really serve and love our families well. Yes. Especially those that don't love Christ um, and don't know him. And, you know, you never know how God might use that to open doors to like have conversations and to share with them like why you are now like doing the dishes and taking out the trash and you're not being asked to do that. And you're, you know, being helpful and just so servant hearted around the house. Mm -hmm. Like they're going to notice that. And yes you know, hopefully that will open doors for conversation. Yeah, that's so good. I think that's like one of the biggest um, like real world application yeah. tips out there mm-hmm. is like looking for ways to serve. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that is honoring to right. your parents. That's respectful of them mm-hmm. um, to just find ways that you can help them. And right. especially as like 
we grow older and mm-hmm. older. And I think that's hard for us as young adults to look at now because mm-hmm. most of us have parents that are, you know, still right. completely able yeah. and like, doing everything yes. for themselves. But as they grow older, you know, like if they need some something mm-hmm. done around the house instead of just calling the guy to go mm-hmm. down the street and, you know, paying the plumber to go, mm-hmm. if you can go, right. go do it yourself. Right. Or whatever. Help your mom mm-hmm. set up Christmas or yeah. help your mom, you know, do uh, cook for your parents mm-hmm. on a weekend yeah. when you're home instead of making right. them serve you. Right. Like, yeah. what are those little ways that you mm-hmm. can look out to serve them right. and be honoring towards them, even if you disagree mm-hmm. um, with maybe their expectations of you or um, mm-hmm. with just their lifestyle in general? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I think with great, like if you grew up with great parents and were fortunate with that like how can you begin to just truly express that and just express that gratitude and thankfulness yes um to them and you know being willing to maybe get uncomfortable with like mm-hmm. that emotion and express it for me I'm like ooh, that sounds like the worst <laughs> thing ever saying, but <laughs> how's that going for you <laughs> I'm like I was challenged for sure I'm like gonna have to go home and tell my mom thank you my dad <laughs> for all that they've done for me but yeah, I'm like just, you know, in my own life, I'm so blessed to have grown up in a like a Christian home and I have great parents who are very supportive. And um, and so for me, like, what does it look like to go home and still serve them and love them, but mm-hmm. then just express that gratitude and thankfulness? Yeah. Something um, that I wrote down was um, like writing cards oh, and being like being yeah. intentional about like I'm writing like either, you know, it doesn't have to just be like a birthday card or mm-hmm. for Christmas. Like you could actually just write your parents a letter or yeah. like write a little note that just says, hey, I love you and I'm thankful for you. Mm. Um, especially if, like we said, like you do, did grow up with parents right. that were um, supportive mm-hmm. and brought you up in a Christian household despite right. their imperfe- imperfections. Yes. Um, have you really looked for ways that you can actually name the ways mm. that they did well? Right. You know, right. Um, for both. Right. No yeah, matter that's what so parents good. You have, have you Absolutely. actually took, taken a second to look at mm-hmm. your parents and say, they right. did do that well. Right. Like, you know, out of all the things that they did wrong, mm-hmm. what's something mm-hmm. they did right? Yeah. And, you know, what's something that you got from them that right. you do appreciate? Right. Um, And just being willing to write that out and say, yeah. hey, I really appreciate, like, I'm great. You know, I know how to handle money because, mm-hmm. like, you guys taught me how to do right. that. And I'm really appreciative. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, it doesn't right. have to be some, like. Yeah, like, super deep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just look for those things that are, like, you taught me how to cook. Right. Like, thanks so much. I really appreciate that. I've always yeah. appreciated that I know how to cook. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's good. So look for those little ways that you can kind of do that outside of just like um, kind of, yeah, I'm not complaining when mm-hmm. my parents ask me to do something. Yeah. Like, what does it really look like to honor someone, not just listen to what the directions are that they're giving you yeah. and do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. So yeah. um, go ahead. Um, I just think one just really important like a uh, thing to talk about in this conversation is boundaries um because clearly we are you know we're all human we're all imperfect like imperfect mm-hmm. and um sinners and if you have grown up you know in more of a traumatic um family or it's dysfunctional and there's hurt and mm-hmm. there's been you know just abuse drama yeah abuse toxicity, yeah just ne- right. neglect abandonment you know everything um, you know, I think it's important to reflect and talk about how as, you know, like how we can 
how that affects parent relationships and the boundaries that maybe do need to be set in place Mm -hmm. um, because that, you know, abuse or um, dysfunction, you know, name, you know, insert whatever is still really like prevalent. Um, And so I just think that like understanding what boundaries are like at kind of just the most basis level, like it just is showing like what is okay and what's not. Um, and they're just like guidelines to help us to maintain healthy relationships with ourselves and with those other people. Um, and I think that boundaries can be hard and kind of scary, um, thing to do. And, you know, I mean, like, where do I even start? Um, but I think just so much of that is like starting to kind of develop this self-awareness of the way you did grow up. Mm-hmm. And how that has affected you today and how those patterns are still like continuing to be repeated um, and the boundaries you maybe weren't able to have as a child because yeah. that just you're right. a child and you don't recognize those things um, like how they're still like um, like happening in your now adult life and mm-hmm. adult relationship with your parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just like really just reflecting on your wants and your needs and times that you were maybe like fearful or anger, angry or resentful um, or times that you felt unloved, unsupported. Um, and, you know, what kind of was the context to all of those moments and then kind of go from there and mm-hmm. learning to set those boundaries with our like families and right. parents. Yeah. I think um, something that I love <laughs> about, uh, boundaries is like um and it's kind of like the way i see it is like we both know where to go Mm -hmm. right we both or we both know at least what the expectation of where to go is Mm -hmm. when we're you know finding ourselves in like a difficult um conflict with someone else Mm -hmm. if i have expressed that verbally of like you know if this happens then this will be the result right right? it's okay to say it's scary Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it is okay to Mm -hmm. say those things right um because if I have my boundary in my head mm-hmm. and I have the, not every single one, I'm not saying in every case, right. every single time you have to express it verbally. But mm-hmm. if especially if it's something that's super common mm-hmm. between you and, and your parent and you've uh, expressed kind of mm-hmm. before, you know, I, I don't like this and yes. they continue to do that or right. whatever. Um, you can say, you know, if this happens, then this will be the result. Right. Yeah. It's, that's a boundary. Mm-hmm. And it's really I think important for us to verbalize that. Yeah, absolutely. And it seems scary because, mm-hmm. and it can be scary yeah. because they're in that role of authority, right? Um, and they're your parent, and you love them, right? And it's this complex, mm-hmm. you know, relationship. Mm-hmm. But it's okay to say out loud to them, right? Or you know, write them a letter, <laughs> yeah, saying, right. you know, you know, I really struggle when you make mm-hmm. these comments about yeah. X, Y, Z, right. I want to be honest with you. If that mm-hmm. continues, I will no longer right. like, you know, right. I will no longer come for more than two days right. or like whatever, right. you know. Um, and then there are cases then where you can do that and just keep, you know, the the result to yourself. Right. You can say, right. you know, I personally am going mm-hmm. to not go, you know, yeah. with uh, my significant other because it adds this extra stress. Right. Um, right. My dad has changed the way he visits his parents mm-hmm. because it adds so much stress to him. If mm-hmm. all of us are there, yeah, it's more burdensome for him mm-hmm. for my uh, family to make a comment about one of us mm-hmm. than it is for him to mm-hmm. be in that environment and yeah. then say something to him. Yeah, it's 
so he's created a boundary where mm. he will spend extra time visiting mm-hmm. without the rest of us mm-hmm. because that gives him the space to honor his parents, yeah. do what he can to serve them, mm-hmm. to spend time with them because they are getting old, mm-hmm. but not add this extra burden. Yeah. Right? He's creating a boundary there yeah. for himself. That's and good. they both know, like yeah. my grandparents know that he goes and visits them, yeah. you know, without mm-hmm. us. Right. Um, and he's communicated that, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. I want to spend time with you and this is the easiest way to do it. Right. And that's right. OK. Totally. You know, it's I will never sit here and say like that has gone peachy. Right. You know, yeah, it, it hasn't. Um, right. But it's, yeah, it's also difficult. been great for my dad yeah. to be able to spend time with his parents mm-hmm. while they are here mm-hmm. and still be able to have a relationship that's healthy. Right. Right. Absolutely. That's so good. I think that's such a great example, too. I just think. Yeah, we, we have to be willing to have hard conversations. And I think culture, especially today, will encourage you to just kind of like cut them off mm-hmm. completely. But as Christ followers, we are encouraged to be like people of, you know, peace and reconciliation. And so like we have to be willing to have hard conversations and tell our parents the truth because telling the truth is honoring. Mm-hmm. And so that's another way. And I think you have already said this, but another way to honor our parents is to tell them the truth. And so if we are unwilling to have those conversations, um, but just like, and have these kind of un unspoken boundaries, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like we, or just like pushing through and just letting things slide by, like we, how yeah, we just have to have these like conversations and mm-hmm. like you walked through like speaking out those um like what your boundaries are like if this continues to happen like then I'm gonna do this and um I think ultimately just that like conflict is an opportunity for deeper connection mm-hmm. um and so like we have to be willing to call forward their offenses and kind of like show them whether they receive that or not mm-hmm. they're like offenses and the hurts that yeah. they have caused and yeah. like why why are you setting up those right um boundaries and you know i think we have to be willing to then like extend the grace of god that we have received from him to others and yeah. to our parents which that can be one of the hardest yep. things to do when you've been so hurt by someone to extend them grace and forgiveness um and you know being willing to like as you communicate things and set boundaries giving them the opportunity to change yeah. and to like meet those kind of boundaries and expectations um because if we're not giving opportunities to change like you know i feel like that's kind of reducing like god's you know power because yeah. yeah. it's and like forgiveness for you yes absolutely mm-hmm. so it's just like we you know have to be willing yeah. to be and i think truthful. that's that section is important for us to note like that's that's a year over year like lifelong like right yeah. i'm giving the example of my dad who's 50 yeah two mm-hmm. and still working on the dynamic right. between him and his parents yeah absolutely. so uh, neither of us are sitting here saying mm-hmm. you know this is like the next over christmas break you're gonna set all these yeah, <laughs> yeah. and all like, of a sudden do it now. you're like right <laughs> you're just gonna have this totally different relationship <clears throat> with your parents yes it, it, no right um, that's a pipe dream yes yes <laughs> you know um in, god is bigger you know yeah not, okay right. you can do whatever you want but um <laughs> like be willing to to spend time right. with god working here yeah. not just saying you know 
I guess I just have to honor them and then that's the extent of our relationship. Right. I just have to let everything slide. Right. Or saying, you know what, I don't care because they were rude, you know, mean right. or right. they were abusive or they were, you know, mm-hmm. I don't agree with everything that my parents do or they right. don't honor God themselves. So why should I honor them? You know, you can't just make a snap decision on either extreme mm-hmm. and then continue in the way that you have. Yeah. Because there has to be this um, willingness. Mm-hmm. For reconciliation. Yeah. Because that's the whole ministry of the yeah. gospel. Yep. And if we so can't then, do it within our homes, mm-hmm. why are you going right. to do it for the stranger? Yeah. That's so good. You know? So um, mm-hmm. this is something that I want to encourage people to spend time with God mm-hmm. about. And oh, an illustration that I wanted to tell um, that I think depicts kind of this dynamic really well and kind of the time commitment mm. really well um, is one of my mentors. She... Uh, has a difficult relationship with her father and mm. she um you know kind of they have gone through years of them like him not being in her life mm. and him being back in her life yeah. and all that kind of stuff um and she gave a demonstration <clears throat> one time talking about how she when working through forgiveness with her father envisioned it like this massive chain this mm. awesome like humongous chain link you know um and thinking about how every single link was an event Hmm. every link was you know the time that he missed her soccer game Hmm. or the time that he said something that made her second guess her value Hmm. or the time blah 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 you know whatever it is for you and your parent um and she she said that i every time i remember something or i have a reaction to the way my dad says something i think about the source and i think about that that first time that my dad Hmm. said that to me Mm. And I have to ask God to help me forgive him for that time. Wow. Like yeah. that link. You mm. can't just be like, I forgive my dad. Mm. But right. asking God to help you forgive him for that specific yeah. time that he hurt you. Yeah. And do that over and yeah. over and over mm. because That's so good. the quantity of pain when you're talking about a situation of yeah. abuse or um, some sort of toxic relationship, mm-hmm. it's so much more than yeah. just a blanket statement of I forgive you. Yeah. It just so doesn't work that way. (laughs) Mm -mm. And so that's the kind of time commitment we're talking about here, right? That's the kind of thing that um, we spend years, you know, forgiving someone who has spent years hurting Mm. us. And that's okay. Um, And just to ask God to really take you there because once we have set those boundaries and we kind of have this space between us and the person that we're having this strife with, that's where you have to seek forgiveness. Mm. The next step is only forgiveness. Mm-hmm. That is, that has to be, yeah. the next step is not um, abandonment of the whole situation as mm-hmm. a whole, even if there's distance mm-hmm. and, a, and a physical boundary between you and that person. Right. The next step is and only can be forgiveness because that's what God did for us. So mm-hmm. we can't say, I'm going to have this boundary and never work to forgive my parents. Mm-hmm. Even if that doesn't mean, you yeah. know, Whatever. It doesn't mean you have to bring them back into your life on a daily basis or anything like that. But um, most of us are not willing to go to that next step because Mm. we feel like it's justification. Yeah. And Mm. that's simply not true. Mm -hmm. One of the most honoring things we can do to the gift of parents that God has given us is seek to forgive and reconcile with them Mm -hmm. as he has forgiven and reconciled us. Yeah. So. I just want to encourage you guys mm-hmm. with that. If you have a very, com- if we're t- we're talking, you know, not like my mom just right. 
was not perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, every parent is not perfect right. and, and right. has hurt us. Right. You know, um, but especially if we're highlighting kind of that um, more abusive and toxic yeah. dynamic. Yeah. Please know that we see this, you know, not as like some blanket statement yeah. of like, get right. over it. You have to yeah, honor like them. Yeah, like spiritual bypassing. Yes. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. we are not doing that. Okay. Yeah. But I'm, I truly mean this when I say like, that is the gospel at right. work in your life. Right. And you will be shocked what God can do. Mm. Yeah. You know, that's so good. Yeah. I love that. And I feel like we have been talking about like that kind of toxic, like abusive, destructive relationship. I think though that there's this other side of the coin Definitely. for people that have no boundaries with their parents. And it's kind of that like my parent or both are like my best friend and it's like there's so such codependency and enmeshment with your parents Mm -hmm. that you cannot make like decisions on your own you're calling them like every single day multiple times a day like they are just like such a part of your identity and Mm -hmm. functioning as a person and I think that is just as equally unhealthy Mm-hmm. And your parents probably have kind of raised you with such a dependency and enmeshment with them mm-hmm. um, that it's like that's also unhealthy. So yeah. I think we need to see that kind of other side of the scale of like, even though there might not be like hurt and, you know, abuse and, you know, insert, you know, again, whatever, that that's still unhealthy and there needs to be boundaries in place set Mm -hmm. in those kind of relationships as well and seeing it as as unhealthy and very codependent absolutely definitely so we're kind of regardless of you know the way we were raised our experience with our parents how our parents are um we all kind of have this like responsibility to examine um examine that and um see if there are unhealthy behaviors and habits and and put in the work to heal and grow and move forward Definitely. in that. And and ultimately this has to be done through the Lord and, you know, surrendering these things to him and walking in community, having community speak into your life. And obviously people that you trust, people mm-hmm. that um, you know, have a lot of wisdom and um you trust to speak into this, but yeah. allowing um that healing to come through um, Christ and through your community yeah, as well. Absolutely. And I think the something that you mentioned kind of earlier was like the holidays and stuff. And mm-hmm. um, the community part super comes into play when, you know, you're going back home over a break or whatever. Um, just really ask, you know, for support before you mm-hmm. leave. Like, you know, pull aside like two, three people in your life that you trust to um, reach out to you and encourage you and pray mm-hmm. for you. That they would be praying yeah. for, you know, if it's a difficult relationship that you would seek out those ways and God would reveal to you ways mm-hmm. that you could be more honoring towards your parents mm-hmm. um, and just ask for their support because mm-hmm. this isn't something that um, just comes naturally all of a sudden right. because you you want it, you know, um, it's something that God will grow in you. And so ask for that help and and really seek that community and that that support. Um, and then in turn, then you can support and be in community with your parents. Thank you for listening today. If you have any questions or if you would like to talk with us more on this subject, reach out to us through email at encounter at celebratejesus.org or through Instagram at encounter underscore C3.